Elon Musk bought Twitter for 44 smackaroonies. Not like 44 cents, not $44, not 44,000, nor million, but $44 billion. Good Nationers, welcome back to another episode of The Realist Podcast. Uh, maybe spaces in between, I don't know. It's episode 34, however, banner right, kind of right there. It's moving, it's like inching its way in, and I'm not going to lie, Nationers, I guess maybe our first order of business, I feel like I feel like this is like a, like a district meeting, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, our first order of business today is our budget, um... And what I mean by budget um, is I'm thinking about maybe putting like a set design back here for like solo episodes and maybe one on that side. So like if we ever do get like two cameras and a the ability, I'll say the ability to have like a dual camera and have more guests on that there would be a set instead of just like a, a, a white wall. Like I feel like I'm in a void. I feel like I'm in a void. There's this movie. I forget what it's called. But it's like Home Alone, but it's these dogs that are Home Alone and they cause all this ruckus because obviously there's, you know, bandits trying to come in. And in every scene, you know, like when there's these car, when they're in a car, like like a family or like a passenger or whatever, like people are in a car, right? It's just that movie, in that movie, they're just in a white void. They're just in a white void. They're just like on a, like a white screen. And it's like nothing but that. And I feel like I'm kind of like in that to an extent um, because, you know, it's a white void. Even though you guys can kind of see, can you, I'm looking at my viewfinder. Can you see my, I think you guys can see my screen uh, or not my screen. You guys can't see my screen. Can you see my screen in the, in the glare of my eye? No, no, you can't. Unless you get a magnifying glass and figure that out. Or like a telescope. You just point a telescope right at my screen. Um, but I'm pretty sure you guys can see my shadow on here. Woogly, woogly, woogly. I feel like, I don't know. I just decided to do that. But Nationers, again, welcome back to another episode. Thank you guys so much for um, watching. We've been averaging like a good 40 views, and I've been really happy about that With within the world of um, the YouTubes, which is pretty awesome. And not only that, Nationers, you guys have been killing it on the streaming platforms. So thank you guys for anyone who streams this on any platform, um, Google, Apple, um, Spotify podcast. So appreciate you again. Hopefully you enjoy. Remember to like and subscribe. It feels weird. I, I like. I don't like saying that. So do it so I don't have to say it. However, I feel like I've spilt on myself. I have not spilt on myself. I just got out of the shower. And as you guys know, I have very long hair. And when my hair is very wet, uh, my, my like colored clothes, other than my gray shirts, I guess my gray shirts kind of get wet. Most of my clothes just get wet. They just get wet. I can't do much about that. I kind of have to wring it out and dry it out as best as I can, but I cannot do much about that. However, what I can do is talk about what I want to talk about on today's podcast. I have a few topics such as Elon Musk buying Twitter. Low-key thought about doing like an emergency episode when that came out on like Wednesday or Tuesday. However, I was like, you know what? We're going to save it. I want to see how it unfolds a little bit more. So we got that today. We also have a meet and greet that I uh, I got to meet Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers today. I surprised my father with, uh, with that. So stay tuned 
Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I was moving the mic around. Stay tuned for that story because I it's really it's really funny. And there's kind of like a twist and turn in there that I don't know um, if anyone you capitalize on the opportunity, right? Um, and then also want to talk about sports. I don't get to talk about a whole bunch of sports. I know we've had athletes on the podcast. However, I want to talk about some things. Also, how Elon Musk could like buy a ton of franchises within so many sports. However, first things first, the first, I guess maybe second order of business is Elon Musk bought Twitter for 44 smackeroonies. Not like 44 cents, not $44, not $444, not $44,000, nor million, but $44 billion. That is actually insane. It's, it's actually insane. Like, $44 billion is a lot of money. I don't know if I'm ever going to see a billion in my life. Yet alone $44 billion? That is absolutely insane. Like, a million enough. Like, when I, I like to play idle games, right? And, like, when it becomes, like, the millions to, like, billions, it's a lot. When it becomes billions to trillions, it's a lot. When it becomes trillions to, like, AA and then AB, AC, ADAE, that's a lot, you know? It is a lot. So, for somebody like Elon Musk, who has obviously uh, had his kind of his footprint over a whole bunch of things, PayPal, um, so many things like Tesla electric vehicles, um, intergalactic space warfare, um, SpaceX, that is. And um, just like other things like the Boring Company, you know, and, and what he has owned. It is actually, actually mind-boggling to like see and think about because... Like, Twitter, it, like, $44 billion compared to his total net worth is, like, still a good chunk. It's, like, it's a good chunk, right? It's, like, one-ninth, roughly, of his net worth. Um, maybe one-sixth? Wait. It's 300, almost 400, one-eighth-ish. It's a little under one-eighth-ish. And to be honest, like, it's a lot of money. But, like, Twitter, like, first of all, I didn't think Twitter was worth $44 billion. Like, I didn't think it was going to be that that expensive. I obviously know how, like, the shares come into that. However, I didn't think it was $44 billion. Two, it, it, I, it's interesting because it's like, it's, it, it's like John Cena tackling, like, kayaking to me, you know? Like, he's probably fit enough to do some of it. However, like, I just can't imagine him doing it, you know? And obviously, maybe that's like a bad analogy. However, if you get the point of like, it's kind of unfathomable, unimaginable to see Elon Musk do that and buy an entire company, which obviously he's done, if I'm not wrong, if I'm not mistaken. And obviously he's owned companies and built them up, such as uh, Tesla. Yeah, Tesla. You know, Tesla. Tesla. Um, And then not only like do that, but with Twitter... Obviously, we know he's super active on there. He has a little under 100 million followers, which is kind of weird because, like, on social media, like, even having, like, a million followers is a lot, you know? Like, my friend Daniel Wall has, like, a million followers on TikTok. It's a lot. But then there's, like, people you'll swipe right on on, like, TikTok or something or, like, on Instagram, and you'll see, like, oh, they have, like, 1.7 million. And that's, like, pretty high-end, you know? Like, $86 billion is a lot. I'm pretty sure, like, uh, former President Barack Obama has a lot. 
I know Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kylie Jenner, Selena Gomez have millions, like triple-digit millions of followers on Instagram, Cristiano Ronaldo even, and it's so mind-boggling to me because it's like, do do a hundred like eighty six million people care? Like obviously it affects more, and I guess like there's obviously more than eighty six million people that know Elon Musk, right? There has to be, you know. But like basically half that, add a couple zeros. That was what it cost uh, to buy Twitter. I think it bought for like fifty three dollars, fifty three forty per share. I could be wrong on those numbers. I think it was somewhere in the fifty dollar mark, and. Obviously, there's a lot of shares within many companies, multi-conglomerate companies, and I am mind-boggled because, like, I mean, I can't really imagine that. I think most people on this planet can't imagine, um, like, doing that. I saw this. I saw. I saw this meme, and I don't mean to get like by any means political. I thought it was simply just like funny, um, because it's like one of these memes where. You know, like where, um, hold on, I'm going to try not to cover the mic, but you know the meme where it's like the guy crying behind the mask? It's kind of like that. And it's the, it was this meme. It was like the government, uh, and I think it was mainly talking about how like Elon has like, how a lot there was a lot of backlash for Elon Musk buying Twitter. And it was like all these like political pundits um, AKA like presidents or people who have like a big political figure. I think it was just like three presidents and then like a few other pundits within the political world. And it was like spends 170 trillion. I don't know if that number is factual. Um, but it was like trillions of dollars, spends trillions of dollars of your own money. And then like Elon Musk and it was like spends $44 billion of his own money. But then people are outraged about that. Then, not the the trillions. And again, I don't know how like factual any of those are because I, I simply looked at it more or less in the in the grand scheme of things of just like, yeah, obviously the government doesn't just like generate its own money, you know? <laughs> like it just like doesn't our its revenue stream is obviously from the people. It doesn't have it doesn't like run a business in like Antarctica, like chipping away ice or something and selling it and like Kool-Aid machines. Like it just doesn't do that. It doesn't have like a revenue stream from like bartering it 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 simply is just from our own money and then use that money to barter however um i just thought it was really funny and i wanted to share that and i think it's it i think it's mild mildly not even mildly i think it's wildly insane that elon musk spent 44 billion dollars of his own money to buy twitter of all platforms you know i would have i think it would have been interesting if he had bought, like, Instagram, you know? Like, I guess that kind of is owned by Meta, Facebook. I'm going to say Facebook. It's kind of owned by Facebook, so I don't know, like, how that works because, like, it own, like Elon Musk owns all these companies, whereas, like, Meta owns all these companies, and it's a lot. You know, there's Meta, there's WhatsApp, there's Instagram, there's uh, just a whole bunch of different branches under that. And, uh, yeah, I would I would have... I'm interested to see, like, what else Elon Musk would have bought. You know, it's interesting enough that it is Twitter. Um, He's talked about more open source stuff. I don't exactly know what that means. Um, I kind of, to an extent, I know like some examples, but it's, I don't know if it's the right thing and right understanding of it. So I'm just going to kind of 
not say those examples, but open source kind of just allows a little bit more um, user ability in some in some cases. I don't know if it's an all, but I know he's like put out like free speech stuff and like that's what he wants Twitter to kind of be. And not gonna lie, Elon Musk putting uh, back cocaine into into Coca Cola? Question mark Is Elon Musk gonna buy every McDonald's and fix their ice cream machines? Because gosh dang it. I'm not going to lie. Every time that I've actually got ice cream from McDonald's, I have not had a problem with it. Not one issue with it. But one time I went to Burger King. This was like probably like eight years ago. Went to Burger King, wanted a milkshake. It took me like 30 minutes. Took me like 30 minutes to get a gosh dang milkshake. What's up, people? What is good? Where's my milkshake? Even though it's been eight years, but I'm still I'm still a little salty because it took me 30 minutes for a milkshake. For a milkshake? Not even. Um, however, let's kind of flip the script a little bit. Um, obviously I've talked about in a few other episodes about meeting, you know, people that I've like watched, you know, I've met Iraq who, uh, is a YouTuber that I've watched for some time now. And interestingly enough, I had seen one of my favorite um, network, I'm going to say network, uh, TV, TV personalities. I'll say that. TV personalities and Joe Gatto, I saw that he was coming um, to Spokane on April 29th and the 30th. Right now is April 30th, and I'm releasing this in the following day, so you guys are hearing it day after. But while it's fresh in my mind, I saw that he was coming to Spokane, and I was like, you know what? I want to surprise my father. My father, who's a big fan, who kind of got me into Impractical Jokers, the first episode. He like he saw this, you know, new show coming out on True TV, and True TV wasn't super big ten years ago in like 2012, 2013. It really had like World's Dumbest. That was kind of it. And Impractical Jokers was this new show coming out, right? My dad had seen an advertisement for it coming out on like Thursday. And we decided to watch it. We watched the first episode air and we fell in love with it. We've watched every, every episode since. And it's just been something that we regularly watch. We have it on the TV pretty much all the time. Two, four, six on, on direct TV, just like hit it up with impractical inside jokes, hit it up with impractical jokers, hit it up with impractical jokers after party. We've watched them all. And so when I saw that advertisement about Joe, um, Joe Gatto, who's one of the four impactful jokers on on True TV. He, you know, I saw that and I was like, you know what? I like, I thought about going. I asked my best friend Chase, who's also a big, uh, big impactful jokers fan. He even has um, a, if you guys are big fans, you would know the challenge where they have to say these really odd names in a waiting room. And Cringe's McBasketball was one of them. And he has a shirt of Sal saying that, who's another impractical joker. And I was like, Chase, are you going? And he ended up not going because of the time. And I was like, okay, well, we need to buy tickets. Uh, there was one at 4.30. It was the only 4, 4.30 show out of the two days. And I was like, you know, it's $140, $140 per ticket for VIP meet and greet. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I want to give my dad the opportunity to actually go, like, meet him, you know, because I don't know how many people, like, Famous that my dad's met. Like, he, he's never really shared any stories if he has. Um, he's mentioned, like, a few of these stories, but, like, it doesn't seem like he's been able to, like, go up and meet them. He's had, like, very exclusive access to, like, Metallica concerts or just, like, concerts in general. 
and I don't know how many meet and greets he's he's had. Um, but Joe was like something that bonded me and my father together, you know, like in practical jokers that is, and Joe's obviously one of the jokers on there. So we had, we had essentially like, well, we, I mean me, we, I like called my dad. I'm like, Hey dad, did you, did you buy, did you, did you happen to buy tickets to the Joe Gatto thing? And, um, he's like, no, um, not yet, but I'll buy him right now. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'll buy him. I'll buy him. I'll buy him because he was probably going to buy the general admission. Um, and I wanted to surprise him. So I had, I'd called, called my dad. You know, he told me he was going to buy him. Like, no, I'll buy him. And I was on my phone, um, at Fred Myers because I just cashed the check that I got for working at the museum downtown and setting that up. And, I like set it up and I'm like, I put in my details and my email not. And I was like, I, I don't know if it went through. I'm like, I should have gotten an email. Right. And I was like, Oh, and nothing came out of my like bank account. And so I was like, I like panicked for like the next like six hours. And I was like, I, I don't know. Did it go through? And so like I emailed the people right after I got into my car heading back home after cashing the check. And I was like, Okay, I, I don't expect an answer right now. I tried calling, nobody answered. However, I had, um, then I was like, you know what? What about if I buy like a super cheap ticket to like a, another comedian maybe that I know, maybe I don't know, maybe it's just super cheap. And I like bought one from Adam Ruins Everything. He had a show, Adam Conover. He had a he had a show on True TV called Adam Ruins Everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, this one's in like August or September. And I was like, you know what? That I'm gonna, you know, I'll probably go to that. 20 bucks, not that bad. I'll spend 20 bucks to see if I'm going to get an email confirmation. And I did. And I was like, thank the word. Because I was like geeking out because I didn't know if I had gotten those Joe Gatto tickets. But luckily I bought the Adam Conover tickets and spent $20 instead of spending another $300 if it had gone through. And I realized it hadn't gone through. So then I just bought them right then and there. And yeah, that's essentially what I did. And then today we had gone over doors open at three 30 and me and my dad got there at like three Oh five. Roughly. We were like probably like the 20th people in line waiting for like the doors to open. We get our seats and we, we are literally, we are like literally like I could touch the stage. If I put my hand out, it was right in front of me. I could like physically like put up my feet. Hold on. Let me show you. Let me show you what I mean by this, okay? I'm sitting back here. I can, like, physically put up my feet. Can you see that? Yeah. I can physically put up my feet on the stage. It is actually that, like, I was, we were in the front row, and it was so cool. And my dad's like, we literally could not get closer. It's not like we got to choose our seats. We were just early enough that they escorted us to those seats. And, my goodness, it was so cool. There was an opening act, and, oh, my gosh, killer start, killer start. So the host who uh, seems, I don't know, it seems like he works there to some extent. Maybe he's just like an opening act that works in Spokane. And he's like, hi, everyone. I'm your host. Um, can we give a round of applause for Joe Gatto, who's, you know, going to be our main, main, you know, comedian tonight. And uh, he's like, can we also get a um, <laughs> round of applause for, like, he said, um, he said like a name. And we, like, most of us didn't know the name. And we're like, oh, yeah, looks like you don't know that guy. Uh, yeah, you guys are just, like, saying that just to be nice. He's like, my name's – and then he said the name that he just said because that was his name. He's like, 
He's like, yeah, you guys don't, you guys don't know that guy. My name's Todd Daly. <laughs> and like, that was him. And it was just like a killer opener. And I don't know, I'm definitely not doing that joke justice, but my, oh my, it was so cool. Just like, uh, to watch the, the two opening acts. I bought a hat from the, from Jiggy, who was the second guy that came on who tours. He's like the opening act of Joe Gatto. Very similar to like, if you've ever been to a concert, there's usually an opening act. And that opening act is just like an up and coming comedian or artist or, you know, whatever it looks like. And so, um, with that, that was, that was kind of what happened. And then Joe gives his, you know, his, his comedian, uh, his, his crowd work. He gives his jokes that he's already talked about and just giving to like a new audience. And my, oh my, it was just hilarious. I could not stop laughing. Like, truthfully, I could not stop laughing at the, just like, what what was going on? Because he's obviously talking about people that I've seen, me and my dad have both seen. And my dad, oh my gosh, when my dad laughs, he like cannot stop laughing. He's just a laughing machine. And it was just a good time overall. We we really enjoyed that uh, that experience together. And I was, I was really happy because, you know, through the work that I've been able to do, I'm, I'm finally a little bit able to give back to, to my, to my family, you know, my sister and and my mom for mother's day coming up. And then obviously my dad for this. And I'm really glad that things are kind of working a little bit. You know, the, the train is, is chugging now. And it was just overall a great experience meeting Joe and got to, uh, so funny enough when he walked on. He came in with a wireless mic. This is the wireless mic. I haven't even taken a sip of this water. Probably won't. However, he comes on with a wireless mic. The mic doesn't work. So he tries talking to him. He's like, you know, you don't hear him up on the speakers. And he brought in like one of these like cookies. And he like starts eating it, waiting for the mic to get fixed because he he like handed it to somebody. And essentially, like he's just like there eating and we're all laughing, you know. And he puts it down in the corner and... Like, he basically puts it in the corner right here. Like, I could see it. Like, I'm the closest person to it. And he walks off. I give him a high five. He gives me a fist bump, which is really funny when he walks off. Because there's a ramp right next to me. That's where he came on. That's where he comes off. And, like, we're just, like, waiting, like, until, like, everything is, you know, kind of wrapping up. We're waiting for everyone to kind of leave who's not a part of the meet and greet and then have the meet and greet. And so with that... We, uh, my dad, my dad, who's sitting next to me, he noticed, he's like, oh my gosh, Joe left his cookie. You should go grab it. So I go grab it and I bring it back. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it back to Joe. (laughs) I'm going to give it back to Joe. So on my Instagram, which I'm going to share a post today, uh, of like the meet and greet that we had with Joe. And I am going to, uh, that like, you'll see the photo on my Instagram. I'm Jared Hathaway. And that will be that you'll see the cookie in it, like in one of the photos and he's basically holding it. And yeah, it was super, it was super cool to like, it was just kind of funny because he's like, Oh, like you could see like, he's like, Oh my gosh. Like I totally forgot the cookie. And like I was in it and it brings up like one of these moments, you know, and for anyone listening anyone still at this part of the podcast, it brings up one of these moments. And I've kind of learned this through different creators that I've listened to about creating a moment and creating like, like capitalizing on it, you know, when an opportunity presents itself, you know, you obviously got to weigh the options. There's no harm in just bringing a cookie back up, you know, 
And it was just one of those things like I, I'm able to tell that story because of my dad and what then I went to go grab the cookie and then not only brought that back and like having that little impact, you know, and having a moment, um, no matter what it is, whether that be for your favorite creator, whether that be your favorite creator giving it to you and creating those moments, you know, when there's big spectacle of, you know, we all know the KSI Logan Paul boxing match, the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather boxing match. And there's moments, whereas there's like other boxing matches, which like really none of us know about, you know, and it's like, well, I huge, like, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. And it's about like making those as impactful as possible. And I don't know if a cookie is the most impactful, but it surely is funny to like bring up like, oh, how you forgot it. Yeah, that's right. I did forget my cookie. And now, you know, it's just one of those things. And so if Joe Gatto's ever across from me on the podcast, which hopefully one day he will be, it will be one of those moments where I'm like, you know, remember that time you were in Spokane? I, I was wearing this blue hoodie. I probably were wearing the blue hoodie or something. And you know what? I like, I brought you your cookie at the meet and greet. And uh, he, he was super kind enough because we were limiting, they were trying to limit photos. Like, is it all right if I take a selfie with you? Which you'll also see in the Instagram post. And he's like, since you brought the cookie, I'll give you a selfie. And I was like, I was really, I was really thankful for that. So, you know, he was able to have that impact back on me. And I was super grateful for, for that moment, you know, to meet somebody who I've been watching for the past 10 years on television and been able to see these funny, goofy moments and um, finally able to meet him and obviously watch him perform and do his job. Uh, It's incredible. It's incredible. And I, and I have this, have this like hunch, have this feeling, you know, of there's going to be more of those, you know? It's, there's going to be more of those. And for these first like few, these first beginning ones that I feel like I've been experiencing over the past, you know, uh, since the start of 2022, I feel as if like these ones are going to be the most impactful for me. You know, there's going to be some type of lesson. There's going to be some type of moment, you know, it's like, that's what these ones are. These ones, that's what these ones are meant for. They're supposed to be these meaningful ones. And as it continues to go on, I'm still going to be able to gain this impact and wisdom, but these ones are going to be in the most because they're the true foundation of these future ones. And I, and again, feel like I have this like slight hunch and slight inclination that there's going to be more of these moments, you know, and more impact drawn both ways. And so, yeah, yes. You know, I'm going to, I've lied. I'm going to drink the water. I, I feel as if I've talked a lot and I need, we've talked for 26 minutes, 26 minutes. We're already in. I could see it on my podcast. Uh, what is this thing called? A mixer. I can see it on my mixer down here. Hold on. Yeah, I just drank that entire water bottle. I'm, I'm going to shoot it through the, the ring light here. Ooh! Oh, I missed the bag. Dang it. That's okay. Um, yeah, I just drank that entire water. However, excuse me. <laughs> it's so disgusting that I burp. I, I see it all the time when I'm editing. I'm like, uh, do I edit that out? I'm like, you know what? This is the realest podcast. We keep the burps. Do not worry. However, I do want to get into a little bit of... Uh, sports, you know, you guys know that I'm big into sports. I've bought a a bunch of new sporting equipment. Um, in December, I bought a barbell, bought some weights to go along with it. 
Recently, I bought a sled where you could put like weights. Those weights that I bought, I could put those weights onto the sled and like pull them or like drag them or do really whatever I want with them. And then not only that, I then um, I got a jump rope, got a jump rope. So I, I, I really like jump roping. So that's going to be fun. And then I also got like this weighted vest which has like 20 pound in total weight. So like there's five patches on each side. So to each side, to each slot, there's five and five. Do the math. Um, so yeah, there's 10 and then obviously two. Yeah, that's the math. <laughs> and then I also bought like a grip because I there's not like a whole lot of places I could just like always test out my grip. And so I have this like grip and you could change it up to 90 pounds. It's 20 to 90 and I bought this little grip thing and I squeeze it for like 15 seconds, 30 seconds. And yeah, it's like really, really awesome. I'm like really excited to just like be able to dabble a little bit more in the world of my sports. But along with that, I've also been watching a lot of the NBA playoffs. Really excited about that. Just watched the NFL draft to some extent. Uh, The Raiders didn't have a whole bunch of picks, but I kind of kept updated with some of the picks. So yeah, I haven't uh, haven't seen a whole lot of overall stuff. You know, maybe there's like the next Tom Brady in one of these drafts. However, um, I just haven't I haven't kind of kept up with the draft. I'm just like, well, it's kind of cool. We got a few running backs. We got a few offensive linemen. We got a lot of defensive linemen, and sounds good to me. And so that's kind of that's kind of the extent of that as of right now. So I'm just I'm happy. I'm happy with how things are turning out with the Raiders. And luckily enough, it was in Las Vegas, which. That that's for anyone that doesn't know, that's where the Raiders actually play. So that was really cool to kind of see. Would have been awesome to have my dad at the draft on night one, but I do not have the money yet to do that. But um, the best part of just like me watching sports is, you know, those moments, you know, John Morant in the third quarter, giving, uh, giving the best dunk of the year potentially not only that but then the pelicans then coming in uh through the play-in as a 10 seed winning both play-in games and then giving not gonna lie the number one seeded phoenix suns in the west a run for their money i'm not gonna lie and uh, that entire series was amazing to watch the memphis and timberwolves series was amazing to watch the um philadelphia raptor series it's all right However, there was just like so many good series. Like I was a little upset because I did a pick them before the entire series started and I had every team on there make it through but one. I didn't have the Nets going. I low-key thought the Nets might win. However, they did not win and Boston actually made it through. I thought I thought Brooklyn might win in like six, but they lost in four. So that's that's pretty good. But yeah, there's been some pretty good series. Like even like the Warriors Nuggets games have been pretty intense. Even though that went to a game five, there was also the Jazz in Dallas, the Jazz and Mavericks that that went to um, a game game six, which is pretty awesome. And so all the top seeds made it one through four, and uh, this is going to be pretty interesting. You know, Jalen Brunson, who's been kind of like a playoff beast right now. Um, Jason Tatum, kind of just like taking over any te- team, honestly. You know, doing well on defense uh, with Marcus Smart on the team, and you know they've had they've had a good balance of playoff games this entire entire first round. So I'm excited to see how round two goes. Um, right now, I'm gonna say the Warriors win. The Warriors beat Memphis. Then the Suns 
beat Dallas but in game six again. And then also I think I'm going to have the Boston Celtics win. The Boston Celtics are going to win. And then um, I think Miami beat the 76ers. So I'm, we're going to have a 1-3 a, a, a matchup in the West and a 1-2 matchup in the East. And then through then, I think Boston's going to um, win in Game 5 against Miami. And then I think the Warriors and Suns go to Game 5, and I have the Warriors winning. So I'm going to have Warriors and um, Warriors and uh, Boston with Boston winning in the end. It's going to be like, it's going to be very similar to the, um, the Seahawks Patriot Super Bowl. It's full on offense, full on defense. That's what it is. And Warriors being the offensive side, Boston being the defensive side, but also having a great offense. Whereas Warriors maybe doesn't have like the best defense. They have good, you know, zone defense. However, not overall defense, but not going to knock them. I have Boston Celtics winning in six. Other than that, that's my predictions of the NBA playoffs. And then obviously, you know, my opinions and kind of thoughts on the NFL draft. That is the end. And that's going to conclude episode 34 of the Realist Podcast. Again, banner right there. If you guys haven't hit that subscribe button, hit it right now. And I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. 07. Peace. Peace.